You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, welcome back. I am enjoying this two-week period of where our podcast is focusing on recovery ministry. Very proud of our Celebrate Recovery ministry and our relaunch that we're right in the middle of just now. So if you're listening to the podcast today, I want you to know that our Celebrate Recovery community gathers every Sunday afternoon at 4.30 in our chapel. And we'd love to have you there or any of your loved ones from the Pine Belt who would benefit from the the hope that we have to share in Jesus Christ in the rooms of recovery. So I am excited about our guest today talking about the recovery process with me is my dear friend, Heather Ezel. Hey, Heather. Hey, Ben. Heather, I'm so thankful that you're with us. So, Heather, I just want to share a little bit of backstory for our listeners, and then we want to learn from you. Thanks so much for being willing to come share. So Heather, your story in a nutshell, and of course you can elaborate on this, is that uh, a few years ago, your husband developed an addiction to pain pills. And as the spouse of somebody suffering from an, from an addiction, you saw what it's like to be the loved one of an addict. And also you saw the value of recovery ministry, not just for your loved one, but for you as well. Is that kind of roughly a fair place to start? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So let's talk about it. Heather, from your journey, what can you share with the church about loving uh, somebody who's suffering with an addiction? Well, whenever Patrick went to treatment, he left to go to Righteous Oaks for six months. Um, and during that time, it was it was really a lot of grief I was feeling. I felt like I needed some connection um, from people that understood where I was in life. So I started coming to Celebrate Recovery here at Carterville, and I found a connection group there full of women um, who had spouses in recovery. And there I was able to grow my relationship with Christ and also learn more about addiction. And um, it's it's really just a whole systems issue. Um, it affects not only the addict, but it affects everyone that is close to the addict. So... You were attending Celebrate Recovery, mm-hmm. but Heather, you're, you're not a drug addict. You don't have an alcohol problem. To your knowledge, when you walked into that Celebrate Recovery room, uh, you were not walking in with an identifiable addiction. Is that true? Right. But during my time um, at Celebrate Recovery and walking through each of the 12 steps, I learned more about my character defects and ways that I could um, improve on them and learn and grow. Um, I have issues with perfectionism, and so that's something that I have learned during um, recovery and just my process and my, just different ways that I can work through through that. So it's almost like we've got two topics going right now. One is that the recovery process has helped you personally in your right. walk with the Lord. Right. Uh, and then second, the recovery process has helped you uh, be in a relationship with a with a brother in this case who is struggling from addiction. Your husband, my my brother in Jesus. So let's talk about how recovery process helped you, Heather. How did it help you? Well, um, when I came into the rooms for recovery, I really didn't think there was anything I needed to be recovered from. Right. The pro- your, yes. your husband had the problem. You're perfectionist. Fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, we walk through each of the twelve steps, and it really digs down deep. Um, you you go through this spiritual inventory where you write out um, all the wrongs you've done to others and all the wrongs that have been done to you. 
And during that specific part of the 12 steps, I really dug down deep and figured out ways that, um, that I knew God wanted me to improve in my life. Excellent. So um, second, entering those rooms of recovery allowed you to understand your husband's addiction and, and essentially what it was going to take for him to be able to, to find freedom from those. Is that, is that a fair statement? Yes. So how did, how did the Celebrate Recovery Ministry help you um, be the wife that God wanted you to be for Patrick when he got home from Righteous Oaks? Oh, goodness. They gave me so much more grace. Um, I think that is the main thing I've learned through the rooms of recovery is how much grace God gives us. And in turn, that has helped me show grace not only to Patrick, but to others as well that are going through hard things that maybe I don't understand because um, I didn't understand addiction. But through through the recovery process, I've you know gotten to learn a lot more about grace and um it's just helped me grow as a person. So, Heather, one of the things that I really value about, one of the reasons I value your testimony so much on our podcast today is because we've got lots of sisters and brothers in our church family and all over the Pine Belt who are battling an addiction, a hurt, a habit, a hang-up, and need to enter the rooms of recovery for themselves. But we've also got so many brothers and sisters who are loving someone, a son, a parent, a cousin, a best friend, a spouse, a mm-hmm. child um, who's battling an, an addiction. And you represent for me today all those caregivers, those family members, those girlfriends, those boyfriends, those best friends, those spouses um, who are trying to stand in the gap for somebody that's battling an addiction. And I just would love to to see how you can help today a little bit. And there's a couple of questions I've got. The first is from your own journey. Um, Heather, what are some of the, the things that you felt when you were battling uh, for your family uh, with your husband's addiction? What are some of the feelings that you had that God had to work through in your life? Well, I had a lot of anger and resentment. And those were the two main feelings, the bitterness um, that God really worked in my heart um, to learn how to forgive. Um, and like I mentioned before, and learn how to have more grace for people. Um, so, you know, he really taught me. Something that I've heard in the re- in the reco- rooms of recovery and from my friends who uh, engage recovery process, when you're talking about forgiveness and bitterness and resentment, uh, I, th- I thought this was a great line. I've heard... Um, I've heard in the 12 steps, I've heard people say, uh, you know, resentment is, is, a, is a crazy and unhelpful emotion mm-hmm. because resentment is, it's like you're drinking poison and hoping the other person will get sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll it, it doesn't do yeah. any, it doesn't do any good for mm-hmm. anybody, but you feel it and you got to have help unpacking that. Mm-hmm. And you found that in the rooms of recovery. I did. I did. Yeah. Through meeting with our small group of women and working those 12 steps, um, you know, God really, really opened my heart. Um, to forgiveness. And like I mentioned Sunday night at our marriage conference, um, a book that was so powerful to me is a Christian book called I Should Forgive But. (laughs) And he he walks you through all those different excuses that you give for not offering that forgiveness. And it was really powerful. It has lots of great scripture in that book that I really prayed through. Um, So I would highly recommend that book. Right. So Heather, in this room, um, at least in this room here, you are the expert on forgiveness. And so I'm asking you, what can you tell us for all those people in our church family right now who are wrestling with forgiving their loved one uh, who's battling through addictions of some kind? What advice do you have? 
Well, forgiveness is not just a, a one-time occurrence. Right. You know, that's something that I really learned that um, sometimes those those memories, that bitterness comes up, um, and forgiveness can sometimes be daily for a while um, until God really has healed your heart from the wounds. Um, if you're battling, you know, the anger and resentment, I would really recommend joining a recovery group, um, especially um, a Christian recovery group um, like we have at our church. Um, you can share, you can open up, um, and the more you open up and have those those people that hold you accountable, the, the more you can work through that anger and resentment. Excellent. Heather, so um, I guess for some of your journey, certainly not all of it, but for some of your journey, um, I've been in friendship and been a pastor to you and Patrick, so I've seen the progress. And, man, I just boast in the Lord. I, I imagine right now that if, if you could go back to the Heather, who was deep in grief and was overwhelmed with the size of the problems created by, by life with an addict, mm-hmm. uh, what would you tell the Heather back then? I mean, I, I remember how tired she was and overwhelmed she was, <laughs> how hurt and angry mm-hmm. she was. What would you tell her if you could go back to yourself in those earliest phases of trying to deal um, with Patrick's addiction? What, what would you tell yourself? Oh, just trust in God's plan through this. Um, trust in the way that he is going to transform your heart and heal you uh, from wounds that you really didn't even know was there. Um, trust that he just has a much bigger picture for this. Heather, I remember um, when Patrick was leaving for treatment. I remember thinking to myself, and I may have said this to you. I don't remember. I know I said this to Patrick some when I would visit him uh, at Righteous Oaks, that on the surface it looks like God has so much work that he's going to have to do in Patrick's life to help him overcome the addiction and heal and get your family back where it should be. But what I recognized then was, but God's got the same amount of work to do in Heather's life right now. Mm-hmm. Not because of the addiction, but just the, the the opportunities that God has to teach forgiveness and give grace and heal. And So what I realized was that in both members of your household, even though you weren't the addict, in both members of the household, God had a huge work to do in the healing that he wanted to bring to the Ezel family. That's right. And I admire I admire the Lord for what he's done in both your lives, but I certainly appreciate you coming today just to shed a little a little glimpse uh, on your journey. Is there anything else that you'd want to say to our listeners, knowing that lots of our listeners today are a mother or a spouse, a friend to somebody who's battling an, an addiction? They're exactly where you were uh, a couple of years ago. Heather, what would you tell them? Uh, I would just, like I said, recommend joining that recovery group because in my relationship with Patrick, I really learned um, communication tools and how to not be an enabler in situations um, that maybe I, I was before that I didn't even realize. So I just, I just highly recommend um, family members, you know, even if you're a close friend um, of someone that's battling an addiction, um, join it and you'll grow and you'll transform more so than, you know, than you thought you would. Excellent. Well, I'm excited to see you where you are today and to have been able to witness the, the good work that God's done in your life and in your heart through the recovery process. So proud of the Lord. Heather, thanks for coming and sharing with us. Thank you.